queer lens, y'all. My name is Janelle Alvarez, and welcome to the last episode. One, yes, yes. We're here, y'all. We made it, and I can't wait to close out this podcast with this topic on just big lessons learned from this year called 2020. And you know what? In thinking about who should end this podcast uh, with me, I mean, why not end it with the people who helped me start this safe space? You know them. You hopefully remember them and possibly love them. Please give it up to Melissa and Angela. Hey, bitch. Hi. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having us again. We are thrilled. We are honored. We are ready. Can you believe we're on our favorite podcast? Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I want to just get into it of like 2020. Hmm. What a freaking year. Mm -hmm. I, wow. You know what? The first word that comes to mind when I think about this is just time. Like, I did not realize how much I just wasn't in the moment with anyone or, like, any opportunity. Because I just felt like prior to this pandemic, it was just, I don't know. I don't know what gas I was using to run on. Um, But, like, I've definitely been, like, looking at time differently. Um, and I'll get more into that throughout this episode, but I'm curious to hear with y'all. I mean, 2020 has been rough in many different ways, and I just can't wait for this shit to just, you know, bring it to a close and just move on forward into just more positivity and more, um, just more better things. But I'm wondering, what are some lessons learned for for y'all, either as individuals or as a couple? I mean, come on, y'all have been in the same apartment together and with a new family member too little baby goya mm-hmm. little baby goya but yeah like what what comes to mind because i, I you know 2020 is is a lot and we're still kind of in it but what what have you learned a lot from or what is your, like, your big reflection on 2020 oh uh, well for me first off uh time time feels fake it feels mm. like fraud of phony. Um, <laughs> okay. days, have, days have never truly flown by faster um, than in the pandemic with kind of spending like at least like 85 to 90% of our time within like the span of like like one to two, two rooms really. But it also makes you, at least it made me like really really grateful the thing for the things that occupy my time so like as a given like really grateful to have been able to continue to work and that have not feeling really grateful to have been able to continue for work um and that not be an additional stressor on top of the pandemic yeah definitely definitely really grateful for that um in and of itself but also just like being like other things that occupy my time like took up cooking and we got a puppy and we watched a lot of tv and we (laughs) learned more about each other and didn't want to break up which is fantastic (laughs) (laughs) claps claps truly great i I don't want to say like there are any true highlights of a pandemic because it would have been a thousand million times better if this had never happened and 
if our country had reacted responsibly a year ago from now and we didn't lose like a quarter of a million mm-hmm. lives in just this country alone. But yeah. if any, it's a, I mean, lemons to lemonade, I guess, which is a kind of a shit way to think about it, but you make the most of what you've got. And yeah, mm-hmm. you grateful in terms of lessons learned. It's just like be being grateful for what you have and being grateful for good health and good support. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because it's like, it's almost like these cliche things that we say as human, as, as just human beings of like, you know, um, like you never get time back, you know, YOLO, right. Um, for lack of, lack of better words, but like, you know, it's, it's definitely hasn't been even more true than, than this time. Right. And just like, what we thought was important versus now and like like even just you mentioning jobs right like i'm it's something that i man i'm telling you anytime somebody bitches at work about something i'm just like i can't help but to want to be able to say to them like hey you still have health insurance right yeah oh you you still get to work though right so like just stop bitching about these little things i don't know if that's really insensitive but, like, I get my moments where I'm just so tired of, like, people complaining about, like, the littlest things that are out of their control in either in life or in work in, like, the school setting. Like, no shit remote learning is difficult. But, like, we got to make the best of it. And, like, we, s- we still are employed. Like, can we, like, at least see that as a win? Um, but, no, that's a – yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, it's, like, a – in my opinion, like, a really big light shown – on how bullshit it is that like our like the fact that we have to like sit like even the kind of the concept of having to sit and take stock of what we're grateful for during a pandemic because we're able to keep health insurance during a global pandemic because it's yeah. tied to a job like all of that feels like it just feels so crooked to me I think like biggest lessons learned for me personally are like number one like kind of even it, it kind of even further drove home the fact that like this country is a broken like has a broken system and that what we place value on in this country as a country or, or the rather the leaders of the country do um and that you know the community follows suit in is really it's just so twisted like it's so individualistic it's so capitalist and bullshit and like I, I knew that right like I think we all we all knew that but obviously, like, you know, I, I do come from a point of a lot of privilege. And so it was like the kind of drive home that I think I needed to remind myself why I don't kind of buy into all of that and like to try and push against that. And then, so that's like kind of like my like overall, I guess, kind of lesson learned. And then personally, a lot of, which I guess personally is related still, but like also on a more individual level, like just the concept of productivity as a whole, right? Like, right, right. I think because of the pandemic, but also because of like my own personal health struggles this past year that were unrelated to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I really, I had to learn what a new sense of productivity, like I had to redefine productivity rather in my own world and in my own life and understand that like, it is so much more than kind of like meeting your due dates at work, right? Like it is also, it has to do with like, what your goal of producing is, right? Like, is your goal of producing, uh, you know, is it producing a quality work at your job or is it producing a quality life for yourself? And if it's that, then 
it needs to include wellness, it needs to include rest, it needs to include breaks, it needs to include taking stock of the things that you're, you want to change or grow in, in your own life. And I think that for me has been hard. (laughs) Like, I think that I always, like, I didn't really practice what I preached. Like I always told people they were worth more than the productivity and encourage rest and breaks and space for everyone in my life, but had a really hard time not guilting myself when I did that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because I'm a product of like this, you know, capitalist system, this product, like this system based on productivity. Right. And so learning to challenge that in myself and actually believe it has been really hard, but also really, I think important, Um, especially as I kind of branch out into like further into my like schooling career, like knowing that I think is really important. Um, and not just knowing it, but feeling it. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, man, when March happened, I, like, I'm, like, thinking back to, like, how March was to, like, where we're at now. Like, it's December. We're, like, close to the year anniversary of the pandemic, which that alone feels intense to even think about, mm-hmm. let alone say out loud. But, um, yeah, I just remember back in March that, like, I I wasn't in therapy at the time and I um wasn't really teaching remote like we were like just assigning assignments just to like you know let the year end and so I had all this time on my hands that then I do now and it was like I started to do and then started to learn so much about like my physical being that I've never learned before of like basic shit of like like I have to move and like that's so important and if I don't I feel so different when I don't move around because I went from being so literally like I don't know I kind of feel like I'm an animaniac you remember that show animaniac (laughs) yes with the pinky the pinky and the brain 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 you're definitely brain I'm pinky Cause, but like, I definitely felt like I'm. I feel like I'm an animaniac when I'm a teacher. I'm very in, like, just all over the place. Like, I'm, I'm count. You know, my steps are going, my heart rate is going. It's like a freaking workout, and to just like put it to a stop. Like, I just felt so physically different. Um, and it was just so intense to like now. It's I'm kind of still going through that of like trying to practice what I even preach to kids. Like, I preach so much to students. Like, you have to take time to ke- take care of yourselves like you know close the computer on the weekends you know like just even that and like i've made i've dedicated my weekends to like being sacred in that way too of like closing that lenovo and just like not zooming and just nothing not not even talking about teaching because i need to free up my mind to relax and i think it you know but it's hard though because it's just like i don't know and like you said like we're kind of we're a product to a certain extent we're a product of our environment our like these like ridiculous systems that we have in place in this ridiculous country like we're a product of it and it's hard to like put 20 plus years right uh, away into doing something different so it's just something I'm also trying to figure out like just what does it mean to have a productive day and like not make myself feel bad for like wanting to watch Netflix all day today or like wanting to play video games all day today right like what does self-care really mean as we continue to even seek some kind of growth, right? Like we're seeing the vaccine come out, but like, I don't know. I saw Biden get it on TV, yeah. but like, cool. 
when am I getting my shot? Like, I don't know. What does that mean, too? Like, it's – and we've had this conversation in, as a school. It's like, you know, are do you have to take the shot in order to come to work? Do you have to take the shot in order to be a student at that actual building? Like, there's all there's still all these unknowns. And so I'm, yeah. like, as happy as I am for 2021, I feel like I'm still, like, in the mindset of 2020 of, like, we're still in the unknown. Because, mm-hmm. like, progress is being, you know, is happening, but it's very, you know, uh, what's that word? When you go diagonal but up. What? What? You know what I mean? Progress is just, it's slowly going up, but, like, diagonally and I got a slow pace is what I feel is my point. Incrementally? There we go. You see? Vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, I you know this about me, you both do, that, like, I'm never one who is really big into the concept of, like, new year, new me, and, like, all these things, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't really buy into that, I have always believed that I was fake, and I think that it's, yeah. it actually, it kind of, in a lot of ways, contributes to this, like, guilt spiral, right, like, of, like, people, like, setting these, like, often unrealistic goals based on this kind of, like, concept, like, this year-long concept, and then, being disappointed in themselves or frustrated with themselves for not getting there rather than just kind of like keeping small goals along the way in the eye of a bigger goal, whatever it may be. Right. And so and, and this year in particular, like everyone, like I, I can respect that 2020, like that it coming to an end when it represents so much struggle and heartache as a, like, uh, as a world, to be honest, as a, like a large human community, like I can respect that that is important, right? For so many reasons. But it doesn't necessarily make me feel like grateful for 2021 in particular because I don't, I, I don't know if I have that doesn't there does that doesn't mark the end of a pandemic. It doesn't mm-hmm. mark the end of anything right. other than an actual like number, calendar date. yeah, a calendar mm-hmm. date. And so it's hard for me to buy into this concept of like, you know, kind of what are you know what do you want to mm-hmm. what are you hoping for now that 2020 is over? Because it's not. It, it just feels to me like okay, we we should be proud of ourselves for getting through a year of this bullshit. Mm. But we, all that I can feel ready to prepare myself for is another year of unknowns, another year of um, working on myself, on ourselves, on caring for community in general. It's hard to think of anything beyond that. It doesn't feel like anything's ending, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I I agree with that because I kind of feel the same way because, and you know, not for nothing, we've also like, there's that ridiculous celebration, right, of, like, New Year's, New Year's Eve, and, you know, the the amount of money that is spent on those, like, holidays is, like, kind of ridiculous, and what it represents, it is kind of ridiculous, too. It's, like, you know, any day can be a brand new day, and we don't have to wait for a calendar year to, like, set goals, and I agree with that. And then it's just even harder now because, like... I don't know. The media has always been constant and like uh, it's hard. It's hard to like keep up with it and because like you should stay in tune with like what's going on around us. But at the same time, it can be hard to like watch that stuff because mm-hmm. it can either feel like, well, this is either going to be another year of shit or like uncertainty or just like, you know, social chaos or like, I don't know. There yeah. could be growth. So it's just again, that's why I kind of so phrase it as like this year of the unknown type of stuff or this era of the unknown if that's what it's gonna be um Mm -hmm. you know we'll see i'm more like 
I'm just like reflecting on 2020 and it's just like like you said Angela I just can't believe it's already December <laughs> like mm. you know like just and yeah. this is where we're at and like I I you know what's I guess like a win a personal win is like I definitely was that person that needed to be around people like really like thrived on having plans like I felt like that meant I had a social life like you know you know we would go to Stonewall and just all this shit right and like let's go let's go get fucked up and like obviously that can't happen anymore and I've definitely learned to like value time to myself for sure during this time like I used yeah. to be so afraid to like be alone in that sense because I was I was really afraid to be alone with my thoughts Goya <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm getting better, Goya. She's sending her her agreement. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 in agreement with me. So in that way, there's like that timing, like I don't know, I want to call it a blessing, but like a nice like eye opener about like who I, like something I've learned about myself that I probably couldn't have learned before because I was just always on the go and too busy mm -hmm. to even think think enough about myself because I'm always thinking of other people in that sense. Yeah. But how's it been? being a couple during quarantine <laughs> um honestly, I, for me it's been an eye-opening experience in a, more, a very positive way like yeah. i think for me i've had a lot of fear personally around yeah just like i don't know like i can be very particular about like the way i like my space about the way i like to do things about a lot of things in general and always felt like it would be a nuisance or an annoyance to another person and so being able like spending so much time together like constantly being in the same space has forced us to like figure out how to how to be comfortable with one another in a lot of ways and for me personally like it has challenged me to see past like a lot of my own kind of insecurities and like not kind of hold my, like not like be my own worst enemy in those regards like I actually mm. think that like, we're a stronger couple than we've ever been in my opinion I don't know but I, I would agree yeah I would attest to that I was gonna say <laughs> Angela what are your thoughts how do you how has it felt being quarantined as like with you know with your person but then remind me isn't this technically like the first year you've also like lived on your own yeah, technically. Um, right. Like, I think before this, we had moved in together in our last place before like quarantine. And it wasn't even, it was from November to, to February. What is that? Four months? Four months. I was like, four months, like living not at home with my family, but like living with my partner and being out on our own and being responsible for rent and bills and utilities and feeding myself at <laughs> for all meals. Um, and then four months later, like the pandemic hit and then I was just home, like all, mm -hmm. all the time, like mm -hmm. home became uh, like every, every bit of, bit of the day. Um, and I don't know, like I was, I was always excited to move in together regardless of the fact, like, I don't think it was You're like, homebody. I, I'm, I'm the chorus. <laughs> We're saying home. I was actually like like stoked on new year's this year because every year for like the last three years i've asked Melissa like do we have to go out like can <laughs> can we stay home? can 
Can't First of all, she gets excited to go out, and then it's only, it's only day up, or she's like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all these people that were going to be there. <laughs> and then every, every year, I'm like, wow, that was so much fun. That was great. How about next year, we stay home? <laughs> Here you and, go. <laughs> and even though I would give anything to be able to go wait three hours outside at a club to dance for two hours and get like beer spilled on me now in the cold. Um, in a safe in a safe environment safe enough environment <laughs> um like that would be amazing but that is that is it's also not your baseline no not not my baseline um i didn't know that about you i guess because you're you're always willing to go out with us so i'm just like yeah let's go let's get it i mean if we're going out we going out point blank period <laughs> But if we stay at home, the Netflix is on, and I am in pajamas. I guess so, and Goya agrees. She, she really Goya, tried to be a part Goya. of the podcast. Sorry. You little quarantine baby. Quarantine baby. She has all of our love and all of our attention, and for the quick half hour where we cannot give her our attention. She's like, what's going on? Well, it's okay. But no. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Yeah. Um, relationship-wise, things like I would agree with, with what Melissa said, like wholeheartedly, that like our relationship is the the strongest it's 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 ever been. And I think like I don't know if it's because we spend so much more time together, or like, I think it's just honestly, I think it's because we've had to face what, what the world is facing right mm-hmm. now. We've had to do it together, and these decisions have have to be been united, and it required a lot of like actual conversation and not like I think a big problem that I have had um like on a personal level has always been people pleasing mm-hmm. and trying to like make ever everyone happy with the situation but then like while doing that like not being truthful to myself nor everyone else with what I want and what I think is best and I think I've had to come to terms with that a lot when dealing with the pandemic something that I still struggle with and I'm still learning um yeah. Uh, but like relationship wise like we've been like like we also had the struggle of moving with the puppy during a pandemic and that was hard and there were other obstacles but like we made it we made it through and it was great and we're now grateful to be able to have a bit more space um and whereas like before I was always like oh like what if we moved into the city like what would that look like Mm -hmm. um as for, for us right now like that's not where we really want to be um like not like safety wise but space wise like we're allowed here we're allowed to we're afforded a bit more space um outdoor space in particular outdoor space in particular which is definitely a blessing even in the cold because it's Mm -hmm. nice to just get fresh air and feel safe within your your own home which for any you didn't have a backyard growing up like that's that's a really great feeling Yeah. yeah I bet. Yeah, it's it's interesting, uh, and I'm glad everything works out. You know, works out in its own ways, right? Like, we've been each other's like support systems even throughout this. Like, I'm grateful that y'all are down the block. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the times when I couldn't like go to the grocery store, or like you know, I could. You know, I had to quarantine a few times and stuff. And like y'all, you know, we're always there. You know, giving my little chicken nuggies. Like, Chicken nuggy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's interesting. A good, a good meal. Good, a good balanced <laughs> meal. <laughs> no, but it's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm starting to like, I'm trying to reflect on 2020. I know, Goya, I'm trying. I told you I'm trying. 
I'm trying to reflect on like the positivity. It just feels weird though because like there's just so much um so much chaos and like heartbreak that's happened, you know? And so it's like I'm trying in this moment to like think about or if anything this this moment or this year has allowed me to realize like even through the chaos it's okay to like be happy or or seek for that or you know what I mean like me as like a photographer it was so hard for a while to even like I still don't really post about it because it feels so weird to ask for that service when especially us in in this community in our community here in like Hudson County like we're one of the top three counties that are hit the hardest in the state, right? Still getting hit the hardest in the state. And so it's hard to, like, ask for that kind of service. Um, what kind of service? What do you mean? Just photo, any photo-related things. Like, it's hard to promote and ask people to, like, hey, hire me to take photos of whatever it is that you want to capture because it's, like, you know, our communities are always going to get hit the hardest um, because we're still not getting – our basic needs met right like they're still gentrifying our our whole freaking town it just like that alone breaks my heart it's like damn stop building these damn apartment buildings and you're just like pushing out all of like the hard-working people that like have lived here for years because you're going to raise the rent and the whole thing and then it's just like to see that still happen during a pandemic is so hard but at the same time it's like i i've learned to like i don't know meet people halfway or work with people so like I've been grateful that I've, I think I've, what, I've done three weddings now? Mm -hmm. And they've all been quarantine weddings, and they've all been so uniquely different. And so I'm blessed that I've been able to, like, even capture that for people. So it, if anything, going into 2021, it's just, like, my focus is, like, how do I still promote this? And, like, who do I still want to, like, reach out to to provide that service, um, even in hard times, you know? Because how do you balance, like, being safe with... Mm -hmm telling yourself like hey life doesn't stop you know yeah. like we still need to take time to take care of ourselves and it's okay to like enjoy life or whatever comes our way and so i think that's my biggest lesson that i'm trying to take into this new calendar year in that sense is just like it's okay to do things for yourselves that makes you happy even if like right now things are still pretty chaotic yeah no that makes sense like how, how yeah like learning how to embrace joy yeah. and in so many ways like I think yeah like I wouldn't I don't think that I I would have been able to like like I, I won't lie I don't think that I'm like as mentally sound as I've ever been like I'm definitely struggling more <laughs> this year than I have in past years but, um but at the same time I think it would be a lot worse off if I didn't have like the moments of joy that I've had especially with the two of you in particular right like we've been able to like I think you laugh. mean three I'm sorry you How three she left out Goya y'all I know, but well, well, honestly, I, that was a really big oversight because Goya was one of the biggest joys ever. Of yeah. Like she was born in January, and this whole whole little year of her life, she has only brought love and joy to the people that love her. Um, and and truly, like between her and the two of you, and like the loved ones I've been able to connect with, like if there weren't those moments <laughs> of joy and those moments of play in particular, being able to like just laugh you know like and be able to like remember that those things are so possible yeah it would have been so hard so yeah. hard to get and I, and I and and I'm glad that you're ending it with that because I think that's just I think that's something no matter where we're at as as individuals and our beliefs and how we deal how we cope I think it's an that's an important reminder that like regardless of like the intensity of our 
world, it's not even our country, our world still, that, like, we need to find ways to not just take care of ourselves, but, like, you know, laugh and enjoy the people in our lives, the situations in our lives, and make the best of it. Because, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens into this mm-hmm. unknown. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely grateful for y'all and uh, very grateful that I was even able to, like, launch this platform uh, with you guys and your support. Um, you know, it's important. And and for those listening, thank you. Mm-hmm. I know I can't hear any. You're welcome. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I wish you all could see Goya because Goya is like all of what? Seven pounds? Seven pound little chihuahua. She is 7.8 pounds. She's a cutie. She should probably be the face for season two. It should just probably be her face. <laughs> cute, cute little uh, cartoon icon of her would be adorable. Oh I'm God. with it. People are going to be like, what? It's still going to be called Through a Queer Lens, and you just see this chihuahua like. You will say, Goya's got a little bit of queer. Oh, most definitely. What do you mean? A lot of it. She is only so sur- she is surrounded by a bunch of us. That's all she knows. All I know is that Goya seems to hate cis men for the most part. That's because we do. <laughs> <laughs> we have taught her wisely. Lord. And with that, <laughs> with that, put put your drinks up and let's just say cheers to to being each other's support system and for still trying to see the light in in such intense tense times because i appreciate y'all sincerely appreciate cheers you. appreciate you bitch click click appreciate you drink up i don't know if y'all heard that we're trying to do asmr here but it's all good all right y'all this has been through a queer lens y'all that is it that is a wrap for season one i'm excited to to begin season two in the year 2021 and i just hope that you reach out, you leave a comment, you leave some, uh, leave some stars, if you will, on 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 the Apple app or you know, uh, some Spotify, cause we're on both. Um, but I care to hear in in 2021 what you want season two to be about, because remember this is a safe space for us all, but specifically our LGBTQ youth. Um, we are also going through it in many different ways, and I only hope to continue to have a platform where you feel like you can listen to people. Who, who 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 represent you in many different ways um because we hear you we we hope to see you um and, and support you in different ways and this is our way or my way to support uh and it's just by talking because i love to talk i love to share stories but i want to hear your stories and what you want to want us to talk about so i'm excited for that but good people it's been real y'all on three all together we say bye one two Three. Bye. Say bye, Goya. Goya. She don't want to bark anymore. All right. Give her a donut. (laughs) Bye.